comes. Kyanos, flesh comes. A new depth, a new fountain, a new depth, a new fountain. Kyanos! Give me fire or I die. Not me! Like one of the seraphims! Let my members be fashioned with the calls of the altar. Let it fall! Let it fall! Holy me, Holy Ghost. There are measures, there are measures of this fire. Holy me, Holy Ghost. Jesus. For our God is a consuming fire. Holy me, Holy Ghost.
Balarapos. Pony me, Holy Ghost. The scripture says in the book of Ezekiel, I saw one who was sitting on a throne, and his likeness was like that of a man. And he said, Inside him was fire burning. From the crown of his head to the sole of his feet. The reason why you see him is because you have human blood. Why not cry? In the place of blood, let fire flow. One more minute. To be normal. I don't want to be normal. He make it his angels, spirits, his ministers, flames. Burn me, Holy Ghost. Ha, ha, ha. 
Let the consuming fire burn, not on your enemies. Let it burn on your inside. Let it consume anything that is flesh and sin. It consumes it. It swallows it up in itself. There is a fire. There is a fire. Yes. Ephesians chapter 6. 
I shared, I shared something. Is it yesterday or today on my WhatsApp? And a pastor commented. I shared something, I think, from the book of. I think the book of Deuteronomy. Where the Bible said that. <coughs> when a man marries a newly married man, you are married now. <laughs> when a man is newly married, are you married? You don't know this dimension. The scripture said that the man should neither walk or go to war for one good year. First of all, let me make a disclaimer. The disclaimer is this is the demand of God under the law. Are you under the law? You are under what? So remove your eye. Obviously this can never be talking to you but I just want to say something for me. He said that the man should go inside the room and make his wife happy. Like crack joke. <laughs> so that you will know what you should be doing inside. Because you can be inside and declare 40 days fasting. You can even go for honeymoon and excursion and use Bible study and fasting and so that's the law. But the pastor now quoted a scripture for me in the book of Ephesians. Let me see verse. Let me see verse 24. I hope I'm correct. Ephesians 5, not 6. 5. Verse 25. So the man of God gave me a lot of scriptures. But you know, one thing I found out is that many times when you look into the Bible, you'll be seeing what you are interested in seeing. There was a woman in our church in the village. If you open a scripture and say, Thank God, she will be saying, Holy Ghost fire. No matter what you teach, eh? her own is interpreted in warfare, Holy Ghost fire. So she doesn't, un- she doesn't understand. So as he was showing me, I agreed with him, but I was seeing another thing. That thing that I saw outside of those, that thing is, it now entered my heart. I want to show you. Husbands, love your wives, even as Christ also loved the church and gave himself for it. Do you know what that place means? Don't marry yet. Let's see verse 26. In case you don't know what that verse means. You don't know it. Even if you go and read it in the evening, you don't know it. <laughs> even, if we, even if you read it ten times, you don't know it. What you need is a spiritual knowledge. 
verse 26 that he might this is where i'm going so the the purpose are you getting what i'm saying the works of god are contextual and there is always a purpose behind it so you can come out and spend money and do things and do miracles and show so that people say hey you are like this not god every one minute of his time and every one ounce of his investment is geared toward the achievement of a purpose that is in his heart. Are you getting the point? So according to this scripture, the Bible said that husbands should love their wives as Christ loved the church and gave himself for it. And then he gave us the reason why. The motivating factor. The purpose that is behind the heart of God that made him to engage in this kind of project. So God did not love in limbo. He has... There is a project that the love of God has. So that if the love of God, or whatever you think the love of God is, as the Bible typified it, the love that Christ loved the church and the man loved the woman, whatever it is, whatever you think it is, there is an end that we will see and they will know that the project of God's love prospered in the body of Christ. So what I'm trying to say is that there are indices to check whether the project of God's love prospered in your heart, in your life. Because Jesus did not just extend his love. There is a reason why. And when he died, there are certain instruments that were made available and became tools to achieve that project that is in the heart of God. Those tools were hitherto not available. One of them is the Holy Ghost. Another one is the world like water. Are you getting it? Another one is the blood. These things were not available. What we had before was the Torah. The letters. Unfortunately, the letter kill it. Huh? It is only the spirit that have the capacity to give life. And the possibilities to live beyond the riches of the natural man and the powers of the flesh is domiciled in the realms of life. In other words, if I come and tell you, don't lie, don't lie. If there is no life behind that statement, you will still lie. Are you getting it? So the world on its own lacks the capacity to make men conform to the demands of the law. According as we have seen in the teachings that we have seen so far, the law in itself, by the testimony of the scripture. Are you with me? The testimony of the scripture. The law is holy. And there is nothing wrong with it. It's just that it was given to men that dwelt in the flesh. And the flesh itself lacks the capacity to achieve the aim of God. The first thing that the law did, according to the testimony of the scripture too, the Bible testified that the law is a schoolmaster. Who is a schoolmaster? When I was in primary school, you went to a primary school now, is it not true? Is it every day that you wanted to go to school? There are days you wanted to continue watching cartoon. What did your mother do to you? If your mother did not flog you then, she did not love you. The proof of love at that time is to force you to go to school. If you didn't go to school, a day will come, you will regret it. You will, you, will, you will ask your mother, you did not love me. He said, I loved you and that's why I allowed you to do whatever you want. 
the day, the day of reckoning and judgment, when sons appear and they are reckoned, when that day comes, the people that live anyhow in this world, we wonder why God did not hold them accountable to their lifestyle. Now, they feel that they can live anything and say anything, it doesn't matter, it doesn't matter. Sons will rise one day. And that day comes and you wonder why you didn't take advantage of the purifying and sanctifying work of the blood, of, 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 the, of, of the word, of, of the Holy Ghost. You know why? But at that time, you are now, people are now taking responsibility. Your mates are in the university. Your mates are having money. Your mates, they are, they are in debate. They, are, they can express themselves. Somebody that you grew up with will take and be speaking this English as if he was born in UK. You to speak Wahala. I need to tell you, even in your calling, there is a dimension that will never open until you know how to express yourself. That time you now ask your mother, why didn't you say I loved you so much and I allowed you to do anything? That is to show you now that what people call love is not love. If God loves you, he will make sure that he brings you to the frontiers of the resources and instruments that it takes to purify you. To sanctify you. Sanctification, purification, holiness is not an option. It's not an option. That is the deliberate demand, fundamental demand of vessels that have the capacity to carry out the intent of God from time to eternity. God is a holy God. You cannot die and go to heaven and suddenly stop meeting holiness. So you, even if it's not for any reason, start, start, start thinking, the person I'm going to meet is a holy person. Common sense should tell you to, to start adjusting your life. Are you getting what I'm saying? You don't know. If you don't adjust yourself to the person you are going to meet, you will be totally disappointed. It will seem as if it, it will seem as if something that is supposed to be the best, that the worst is coming out of it. The reason is simple. Huh? You are not prepared to meet the person. Meanwhile, the scripture has told you the kind of person that he is, and the scripture said that our God is a holy God. Be thou holy, even as he is holy. The challenge with this statement in the old covenant is that it was spoken to men in the flesh. Huh? And the best attempt of the flesh cannot even achieve this. I mean, what God defines as holiness in his full context can never be achieved at the best attempt by the flesh. The difference between the old and new covenant is that the administration of life in the new covenant is a commandment. So in the new covenant, life is a law. Life is a commandment. <laughs> in the old, they just give you letters and you will not be able to keep it. But when we came to the new covenant, life became a law. All you need to do is to obey the laws of that life and you will never be held captive by anything. You will see yourself living above sin as if it is nothing. Why? You obeyed another law. Are you getting the point? The law, there is no time you will come and be lawless. There are laws of life. But what God does is not to give you a set of commandments. What it does is to give you a life. Are you getting the point? But that life comes with guiding rules and principles. There are laws of life. 
the laws of energy. There are many laws of life. But if you obey those laws, huh? you don't need to wake up in the morning and say, I will not lie today. I will not be angry today. All you needed to do is to obey the laws of life. And life organically has the capacity to live above the demands of the law as it's contained in the letters. As a matter of fact, when you operate by the law of life, your realm will be way higher than the person that is keeping the commandments. Because according to the commandments, Jesus said that Moses told you that when you sleep with another woman, it is fornication. Is it not true? He said, but I tell you, what did he tell them? When you think it in your heart, when the law of life is operating within you, it has its governing factors. So you can just come and be moving on the road and you just look at a sister. Normally you used to look before, not a, you just looked at a sister and something happened to you. The law of life will tell you, don't look again. How many of you it has happened to you? Whether it's a sister or a girl, you tell you, don't look again. Meanwhile, this don't look again, is it in the Bible? The, the people that doesn't know the law of life, they will start asking you, is this one sin? Is this one sin? They don't know the law of life. When you know the law of life, you don't ask, is this one sin? There is a higher law governing you from the inside. And that law can wake up in the morning and tell you to pray for one hour. As far as the law of life is concerned, if you violate that demand that time, for another person is nothing but for you it is sin. And it will finally lead to an actual sin. Are you getting where I'm going? You will not see the connection soon. When he tells you, don't look again. And you remove your eye and start speaking in tongues. Start speaking in tongues. Start speaking in tongues. Start speaking in tongues. Suddenly something will come up. You can come back in the evening and see the same person. Nothing happened now. How many of you, such a thing has happened to you? But at that moment, if you say, I am a strong man. <laughs> the law of life did not say pray that time. The law of life said what? Look away. Sometimes, the law of life will say just speak in tongues. Speak in tongues for five minutes. Sometimes the law of life will tell me, bind that spirit and I will know that what is trying to make me to sin is not, out, is not inside, it's outside. There is an influence of a spirit. Some of the time it's a whispering spirit. It's an influence that is territorial. Yes. How I wish I would get there. Because that's where everybody wants to go. They want to believe that their sinful lifestyle is caused by a demon. Not necessarily. The people want me to go there. But if I have time. If I have time. But there is such a thing. There is such a thing as a lying spirit. You are not getting the point. A spirit that... A, are you getting the point? A lying spirit. An immoral spirit. Jesus cast some demons and called them unclean spirits. There is such a spirit. There is a, such a spirit as the spirit of pollution. Some of the time, you do not, not watch anything, you do not do anything bad, but when you sleep in the night, a succubus will land on you. It is not as if it is sin per se, but it will pollute you and weaken your altar. <laughs> The intent of the name of that spirit, anytime you want to call it by his name, call it you spirit of pollution. What it does is 
It's just like somebody that, that arranged his bed, white bed, white bed sheet, pillows and everything, and then a dog now landed on it. The dog did not do anything to you, but he scattered feces on the bed. What did he do? He polluted that environment. There is nothing powerful that can happen in that kind of environment. When you want to pray, you feel down, feel guilty, you feel bad. Anything you want to do, you feel weak, feel down, feel polluted. Sometimes you can feel dirty for three days. <laughs> I know it has happened to you, I don't want to ask you. For three days, some people as much as one week. Some people, their own is as bad as once that spirit comes, you lose a season. If there is a contract before you, you lose it. I know that's the one people want to hear. I'm not here for contract. Yes, there is a, a spirit like that. Comes. Once it comes, bah! it will seem as if you slept with a woman. Sukubus. Once it happens, you will miss a season. You will start afresh again. <laughs> that's not where I'm going now. Hmm? Both for the male and the female. There are females who have seen their own is worse. Their own is that they are not dreaming. So many guys, their own is like in the dream. The females I know, the spirit comes, they are seeing the spirit physically. Not in dream, like in a trance. I know what I'm saying. In that kind of scenario, it's after me, whoa. It is not enough to say, I plead the blood of Jesus. Let the blood of Jesus cleanse me. Father, forgive me. You notice that when you finish saying, forgive me, clean me with the blood, the thing came again the next day. <laughs> God will help you like this. My, like this that you are. My God will help you. Whether you believe you say amen or not, it doesn't matter. Eh? I like the way you responded. Angels will mark your face. You will just be things will just be happening for you anyhow. You didn't know where, where it came from. Before I came here, I prayed. I prayed that this teaching will work wonders in your life. Yeah. This teaching is not just to expose some things and teach you some things. It is also to put in utterance the subject of my intercession. Are you with me? Now, the scripture said, Why did Christ love the church? Forget about husband and wife. Are you with me? My own opinion. This scripture, okay. Whatever you want. But what did I say? For this our class, what should you do? Abi, what are you doing with wife? What do they do with wife? What do they do with wife like this? You don't, you, I'm telling you, you don't know. Don't put yourself in trouble. The greatest problem is somebody that doesn't know what they do with wife and go and marry. You will misuse. <laughs> Let me leave there. What you need now is Christ love the church, not husband love the wife. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Mm, 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 mm. I know some people will not agree. 
somebody like AJK that side is saying, let's let's use let's use wisdom and analyze it. <laughs> that he might sanctify and cleanse it with the washing of water by the word. Why is he doing this? That he might sanctify. Why is he doing it? I didn't hear you. Why is he doing it? Why is he doing it? I didn't hear you. Let's say it again. Why is he doing it? Good. This is better. Okay, next verse. That he might present. Suffer me that he might sanctify. Suffer me that he might present. That means they sanctified and they presented. The reason is because when we talk about these things, people just see the project in time. But what is happening here is beyond time. That he might present it to himself, a glorious church. It's after me, a glorious church. What is the nature of this glorious church? Is it a church that has money? Is it a church that has crowd? What is the nature? He said, not having spot or wrinkle. You know what is spot now? Spot is like oil you touch your clothes. What is wrinkle? You did not iron your clothes. You just, you just washed it, put it all inside your bag. Then when it's time for bedpans, if you're there. Once, once, once when you want to wear your clothes, non can up. then you know what is if you're Do you know? <laughs> explain to her if you don't because if I explain this Igbo language believe me it will lose its meaning I will not try it are you an Igbo man? no wonder you are looking it's like I'm speaking mystery let an Igbo man beside him help him Mark help that guy help that guy help that guy and the fake Igbo people are you an Igbo man? do you understand this? Explain to the guy beside you. Oh my God. Have you told Lawa? You are not Igbo. Explain to the two of them. Like you finish washing clothes. You did not even arrange it well. You just took it like this. Then on Sunday morning, you just brought it out like that. It will be so wrinkled that even if you spray water on it and spread it under the sun, it will still be wrinkled. What wrinkles need is fire. What spots need is the blood. What wrinkles need is what? Fire. What spots need is what? The blood. Let me just say it. The washing. Sometimes God uses the word or the blood to wash. Amen. Amen. Okay, but that's not my point now. But that it should be holy and without blemish. It's after me that it should be holy and without blemish. That it should be holy and without blemish. So the purpose of God's love is to make you holy. 
He will not stop. Turn to your neighbor. Tell your neighbor, God will not stop until you become holy. He did everything to make it possible and imparted to you the nature of holiness. So the oppressions of God in your life from thence onwards became organic, not necessarily by keeping to the instructions that is contained in a letter. Don't do this, do that, don't do this, do that. That is not necessarily what keeps a man that has received the impartation of the nature of God. As I said, there is a life that is there. Hmm? So sometimes you can be walking and then your friends will be many and then they will crack one joke and then they will say, I'm uh, a church, church, man, all these church people, man, they'll be wild people, all of them. Ha, 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 Then you laugh and it will seem as if they poured cold water on you. How many of you, it has happened to you before? Hmm. You just know you have sinned. You just laughed. What is bad in laughing? What is wrong with it? You just enjoyed yourself. Is it not true? You are, somebody is not supposed to be too uptight, too and all that. That's what they told me. They say, hey, do loosen up. <laughs> huh? They told me, you are too tight. Lose yourself. Pass up, So, and everybody that loosened up always sins. Mm. That's what they told. I was listening to one message by DP many years ago. He said that one damsel met him and said, Your back is too stiff. <laughs> Loosen up. Your back is too stiff. No matter the fire you have, hmm? once they do that, your back is and you accept. Even if it's just in the mouth, you have fallen. And part of the reason why I teach the way I teach is to prevent you from coming to the point where you have to cry, Oh God, how did I get here? Meanwhile, the day you were hugging, you did not know you are violating the law of life. Hmm? The day you were, you were doing some kind of terrible chatting. There are some charts you can't show me. Any chart that you chatted that you can't show me. You are already violating the law of life. For you to chat like that, you are already... One day you come and say, I don't know what happened. And then this, this sister seduced me. You are a crook. You are a thief. You know what happened. When you were hugging, after church, you, just, you hold hands and say, <laughs> And then you hold hands for more than two minutes. Tap current, tap current. One day that current we refuse to leave. We refuse to leave. We refuse to leave. If you know what I'm hearing, this last week that we taught, if you know how many people 
feedback we are getting and liberation, all kinds of things is happening. Think things. What I'm telling you is a bigger problem than what you think is a problem. A sanctified people praying for one hour will have more impact than a people full of sin that prays every day for seven days. Satan is not afraid of your noise making and loud symbols. There is a purity and a holiness, a life of righteousness that stands as an immovable structure of your priesthood in the spirit. It grants stature to it, grants weight to it. When such a man comes in the spirit and cries, one man like Abraham is more important than, see, Lot is in a city and something is happening that they left him. Say, this guy. When we are told, telling him to build stature, he refused. When it's time for danger now, he rose up and said, Oh God, oh God, save Nigeria, save my family. The day you were told to live in such a way that when trouble comes, your, your lifestyle will become a pillar of your intercession. That day you became a renegade. And on that account, when demand was placed on you to stand for men, you became too weak in your intercession. And even if you rise up and pray, Satan will challenge your prayer. Satan has right to challenge your prayer. <laughs> Somebody said in the New Testament, in the New Covenant, that uh, the, there is no, uh, there is, Satan cannot accuse you that whatever. You have to read everything. Don't read only one. The Bible said the accuser of the brethren. Who is he accusing? You are not with me. Who is Satan accusing? Who is the brethren self? He's not accuser of the world. In fact, if you are in the world, Satan doesn't have any business accusing you. You are already in the dock. Most likely you are in a prison. The accuser of the brethren. If you give him a foothold, huh? Satan can accuse you. Many times when he does... Because of the intercessory work of Jesus, the impact of his accusation might not find expression very fast as compared with the old covenant. Are you getting what I'm saying? But it will limit a lot of function in the spirit. Are you getting the point? There is a power that your fellowship should have that will be cut off as a result of your lifestyle. That means that the corporate entity called the body of Christ will suffer because of renegades inside the church that has weakened our corporate power and stature by their lifestyle. When the day of intercession comes and the church as an organ that represents God's authority upon the face of the earth, when they should rise and call forth the power of heaven, on that day you will find out that everybody is weak. Satan will say, is it this one praying? I know this one. Now. I know this one. I know this one. I gave this one power. We slept with this one. This one just came out from the bed of masturbation. This one just collected bread. We know them. On that day I pray that you will rise. That's why we teach this. Because if we are just one or two, we, are not, we have not made up the quorum. Huh? We searched in the spirit and the quorum is not made up. The demand of intercession is increasing 
But there is no quorum yet. By quorum, I don't mean that you call one million people that are praying. That's not quorum in the spirit. That's not how you form a quorum. That's not how you form a quorum. You don't form a quorum. You see, a church is not a synagogue. A church, the church of Jesus Christ is not a church of Jesus Christ because of the people that gathered. You didn't hear what I said. The church is there before you came. It is a church because it's a spiritual and mystical vessel. You were brought into the body of Christ, the church of Jesus Christ, on the platform of resurrection. That is the ground upon which a man can be brought into the body. But before you came, the body is existing. From the point of resurrection, the body was born, and men became inductees of that body from that time henceforth. It is not the gathering of people that is called the body of Christ. The body of Christ is existing. It is people that is functional participants within that body that is actually called the church. Not people that gathered. So if you come and see one million, you say, Hey, all of us pray. We are 1,000 people that prayed. God will be searching inside. What credentials do you have to stand in this holy place? The scripture said, who can ascend the holy hills? Who? Say, he that has clean hands. Does not lift his voice to vanity. Those are the people that ascend the holy hills of Zion. I don't want to go far. If I ask you now, where is Zion? According to the book of Hebrews, the Bible says that Zion is beyond... The a location. Zion is also a person. Huh? Zion is the person of Christ. There is a mood. There is a frame. There are things that need to be walked into your frame. Justice. So that you can be allowed access on the platform of that to access realms. To access layers in Christ. And remember, what Satan is afraid of in our intercessory, intercessory ministry, <laughs> intercessory ministry is not only in prayer. It's not, prayer is not only intercessory ministry. Yes. If it is only prayer, we would have, we would have arranged Nigeria by our prayer. There is a way you will live. There is a way you will sacrifice. Before God, it is called intercession. That's part of the way that Jesus intercedes. Now. Not just pray. When God looks for intercessors, He's not necessarily looking for number. He's looking for people that is living in a certain way. That is why... Pure intercessors, it will seem as if God separated you to live a different kind of life. Pure intercessors. Their life is not too enjoyable. The reason is because so that they will not be polluted and contaminated and their power to ascend high since I are weakened. Sometimes as an intercessor, you might not need to listen to news. 
you will not God the reason why God told you not to listen to news for three weeks is so that you can keep the purity of the brokers. I don't want to go there. I'm not in intercession. The purity of the brokers from heaven should be the basis of your prayer. But when you listen to news, you will start interceding based on the news on CNN. Meanwhile, the basis of your intercession is the brokers from heaven. So when you see dollar rise, you say, let's pray on Nigerian economy. That's not how intercessors behave. Real intercessors don't respond to things. They cause things to respond. They appear in course and the broadcast of heaven becomes their burdens. They come down from there. And they begin to pray. Not just because of the feedback they get. Feedbacks are good. But feedbacks are not the, they are not the foundations of intercession. Oh my God. The reason why I'm telling you this thing is because holiness and righteous living is... Is, is like 70% of what is needed in the intercessory ministry. The stature of the body of Christ. The capacity for the body to come and say, God, let Satan be held. And Satan will be held. Is dependent on that. That's what Satan knows. So Satan enters into the body and weakens them. Give them money. They have money. Then they give them women. A powerful pastor that should hold a territory bound by the reason of the anointing that God has placed upon his life, we now be sleeping with four people. Huh? By that activity, the intercessory quota that God has committed to that man so that by his ministry, huh? the territory can be held down for God, that quota will be missing. And when God enlarges your anointing, it means that your capacity in intercession has increased. So there is one man that is carrying the quota of intercession that is bigger than all of us here. Because of the way he is placed in the spirit, the grace and anointing that accompanies his office and calling. Are you getting the point? If Satan made that man to live in sin, emphasize money and all that, all of us will be crying, God save us! God will say, but we have a man. We anointed a man. Oh, How are the mighty fallen? The sins of the mighty is vilely cast down in the mountains of Gibwa. How is it that the anointed fell as if they were not anointed? Cause be Gibwa. Cause because you swallow you swallow mighty men. If they, were, if they were standing, Satan cannot take our land and territory. If they were standing in our days, oh, sis, hear my cry.
Your anointing will not be in vain. The apex of your calling is no miracles. The apex of every calling is intercession. When you truly mature to the apex of your calling, you enter into intercession. Stature in Christ and in the Spirit is fundamentally for intercession. Because intercession is first of all about realms. There are courts. And I need you to know that there are places in the Spirit you are not even allowed to enter it. Part of the reason why what happened to Job happened to him is because his matter was discussed in a place and he was not there. Is it not true? Because he was not there, they decided and said he is guilty. Many of the things you suffered is because nobody can speak for you in the spirit. So you needed a mouth inside a plane that is higher than you. They decided on your matter. They called your name as if you are there. They decided, said you are guilty. And then they release judgment. The judgment starts following you. Even if you pray, you will not still have answer. The reason you will not have answer is not because you did not pray. It's because you are not yet granted access to that realm. You are not with me. All of you think that everybody is equal. Everybody is the same. You cannot be more of... You cannot be more deceived. Except in the Godhead, there is no equality anywhere. I know you don't believe this, but when you mature in the things of the Spirit, you will know that there is no there are no two people, no two beings that are equal at the same time. It might change, but never at the same time. What God has is equity. Equity means that God gives everybody the same opportunity, platform to access. What you lay hold on is now for you, so that you will not come tomorrow and say that God is partial. When you have Jesus, have the blood, have the Holy Ghost. And all of you are giving the prayer grace to access things in God. And somebody pushed higher than you. Will you blame God? The scripture made us to understand that Jesus summarized his miracle working ministry upon the face of the earth. Huh? He was raising the dead. He summarized all of them died. When he died, he rose up. I thought, where, where are you rushing? Mary wanted to, where are you rushing to? Jesus was rushing. He was rushing. You know why? Things can never be held in balance without a man that is competently um, structured, equipped to stand in the place of intercession. Anytime things are going well, there is, the will of intercession is active. You might not know who is praying, but it doesn't matter. The will of intercession is going on. Anytime the will of intercession grinds to a halt, it doesn't matter what is going on where. Huh? Nothing is working. So Jesus was going. When he landed there, the Bible said that he ever lived to make intercession for us. The scripture said that the Holy Spirit himself interceded, maketh intercessions for us. You, what are you doing? The problem is that even if you come and say, Lord, I want to live the life of... I want to be an intercessor. Your intercession can only be in your realm. Hmm? That's why we are looking at this scripture now. 
the more a man begins to live a life of righteousness, begins to take a mode of holiness, his capacity in it, his stature, his stature increase. As far as heaven is concerned, the man Abraham is higher than everybody in Sodom and Gomorrah. As far as God is concerned, the prayer of Moses is superior to all the prayer of the Israelites gathered together. So if God is not looking for number, he's looking for certain kind of men. Certain kind of men. Don't believe anybody that says, God loves you, you can live anyhow. That's how Satan brought us where we are now. That's how we are here. What is Satan afraid of that he wants to make everybody believe that the life of purity and holiness and that it is, it is awkward and old. That you can live anyhow as long as somebody, God prospers you and somebody can fall on the ground, that you are okay. The project and purpose of God is suffering. And pastors and Christian brethren became cohorts and accomplices with Satan and darkness to forestall and stagnate the project of God such that he cannot prosper until we take a mode. God, for him, the end is not just his target, both the end and the means. They are the target of God. As a matter of fact, the end of God is his means. So what it means for God to achieve his end is that the means is met up. When you graduate from the means of God or through the means of God from one layer to another and get to the end of that means, that is what God calls the end, not result. I have a body. God's method and it is obvious that the purpose of God is eternally tied to man and that is why some beings asked question they said what is man what is man they did not say who is man they said what what is man? Because if they said who, then the question will be a question of identity. Is it not true? When I say who are you, what would he say? My young. From from Ojotabi, Ishi. Abia State. But you live. Huh? But you live at a Kabuku. So after me, my young. It's not useful to us now. 
The question is, what are you? That's the question they asked. When the God that heaven and earth could not contain came and lived inside of you, angels said, what is this being self? It's not who. It's what? What? We have not seen this kind of thing before. The God that heaven and earth could not contain was contained inside of a man. What is man? So when Satan found out that the project of God is tied to man, he began to fight. He stopped fighting God directly. He started fighting man. Because he knew that as long as he locks man down in sin, locks man down in weakness, locks, as long as man is locked down, God will be looking for a way to liberate man. He has decided he's going to walk through man. It is such a matter. Are you getting, you don't even know what I mean. Before Jesus came, eh, we might doubt this statement. But the coming of Jesus is an everlasting stamp on this statement that I'm making now. Because the Godhead decided, I don't know why they did it, to take a permanent and eternal mutation. The mutation that they cannot reverse. And that mutation is to become, is to become human, is to become man. It's a permanent mutation. And that is a statement that is made to every creation and being. That from that day onwards, that God has fully identified with humanity by becoming one of them. That's why we taught the principle of identification. By becoming man, God fully identified with us. Is it not true? From that time onwards, he said, let me become the leader of this race. Because it seems as if humanity cannot lead themselves. Let me become them so that I can lead them. When he became man, Satan now said, ah, so God has become man. What I'm going to do now is to stop man. Let me make this brother live in sin so much that his destiny will never come out. And in so doing, I will lock up the agenda of God through his life. And by locking up the agenda of God, I will lock God out of a generation. I will lock God out of a family. Lock God out of the earth. How did Satan succeed in stopping God if not that he stopped you? Who is Satan that he can stand if not that he is standing? How does he do it? See, it is the power of sin and the flesh. Once you bring it down, you will see that many warfares are not warfares. Eh? There are warfares you fight because of how pure you are in the spirit. Like blazing light, you shout. Satan cannot even come close. Another person wakes up in the night and says, Holy Ghost, sir, but my Helen. That's why when you really pray some kind of, do some kind of territorial or serious warfare, Satan will wake up in the morning and make you to fight somebody, to get angry, to go back to masturbation and fornication. You say, but is it, why is this masturbation, why is this desire for pornography coming after I prayed four hours in the night? I thought four hours in the night you kill it. No. You actually, by that prayer, post powers that are not normal. 
So they said, they did quick meeting and said, if we allow this guy to keep praying like this, he might break away from us. So what are we going to do? Emergency meeting was, was organized. And they said, touch his weakness. Touch his weakness. They came to your weakness and blowed it. And, and then you quickly bought data. You own your internet. You now type the website. You removed it. You said, let me just stay on Facebook. As soon as you entered Facebook, they will show you somebody being like this. You will see one of these kit makers. Somebody wearing only brazy will now appear before you. You will now say, let me leave this brazy and see the real one. Then you now go to a pornographic website. Before you wake up in the morning, you send me a message and say, Papa, Satan has come again. <laughs> if you think what I'm saying is a joke, after two weeks of thinking you are free, he will come again and knock. You say, I know they buy again. Say, Are you sure? Test, test the anchor. One day, I, I, I was in my mother's shop. She was selling yam. And I told the person, He tested Bohoji. I tested. Ha, ha. He tested. He testified. So, in my own opinion, there is nothing much different in the yam. You see the same yam. Is the same. If you are a married person, you carry another woman. Is the same thing. There's nothing different. If you look for another man, is the same thing. Nothing different. But you will not know until your eye, you finish. Your eye will not clear. You will not be angry with yourself, sad with yourself. But they have started sitting on you. After being angry and sad, you will now pray with anger. Die, die, die. For one hour. In the evening, they will come back. You know what I'm saying? Test at this one. I eat in a sugar nanka. We add sugar in this one. Test. Say, I don't want to buy. Test. I don't want to buy. Test. I don't just test, don't buy, just test. This one, don't buy, is free. It's not as if I want, but let me look at it, self. Hmm. Many times when you look, you will not come back. What I'm saying is true. Many times before a lady we advance to a place where God will use her as a weapon for a generation. Her intercessory ministry will gain rank. You will receive a call. You will receive a call and a chat. A relationship that is useless will try to come back to your life. Surprisingly, you have decided you don't have anything to do with those people. But you cannot explain how this weakness is now coming. Satan know your weakness. He needs to die here. That's why we are here. Before 
before we get to the point of uh, set an antenna, you want, you, will I fall or not fall? No. Don't wait for that time. Kill the weakness before it kills you. Kill it. Kill it before it kills you. Kill it before it will collect your crown and make you crownless. Collect your ministry and make you to have auditorium without a mantle, without a mandate. You are just gathering people, wasting their destiny. I keep saying it. See, I pray that mercy will make some people to hear what we are saying. There are people that is held in, in churches and they are not going any, any place fast in their God-ordained destiny. Because their pastor himself needed to be saved. They are, I'm, not, I'm not angry with pastors. I'm filled with burden. We can get it correct. Why are we surrendering to Satan? If Jesus cannot help us, let him tell us we will stop now. But when you think about Charles Finney, you will know it's possible. Charles Finney. Charles Grandis in Finney. It's possible. It's possible. It's possible to leave it. When you think of D.L. Moody, you know it's possible. Dwight L. Moody is possible. When you go to heaven and say, it's not possible, they tell you, look at Dwight L. Moody. He will come with his beers. And say, I lived in the same America you said it's not possible to stay. Jonathan Edwards. You say, God, it's not possible. The America is so bad. Jonathan Edwards will appear as a witness that, oh God, you are a liar. You come to Nigeria and say, it's not possible to, to be holy. And then, William, follow on show, Kumuyi will now appear. And say, <laughs> you, you have to be holy. That day, a generation has lost their excuse. What kept them? What kept them? The scripture says, we have the same spirit of faith. The spirit of faith is not just necessarily something to use and make car and conjure things. The spirit of faith is what makes you live the same way the fathers lived, without being in their season. Eh? The spirit of faith houses the realities that was manifest within a season. And then when a, another generation comes, if they are able to activate certain possibilities, they are granted access to that reality through the spirit of faith. It is the spirit of faith that grants you access to the reality that a man embodied in seasons past. Meaning that if that thing functioned in them, it can function in us. If we, by the spirit of faith, can lash on to the grace that poured them, I will not stop. I will not bow down to this thing. Is possible? It's possible. I will not. I will not. Why will you? Why will you stop? Why is everybody just hanging and say it's not? And everybody is just managing minister. No, 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 no. God will help us. No, He will help us. Pastor, don't accept to do ministry like this. There is more. Elijah is a man of life passions. It means passion is something locked up within your members, your body. It means that he's tired, he's tempted. He sees woman, he shakes him a little. But he says, no, my body is the temple of the Holy Ghost. I cannot fornicate. I cannot. As he's praying, he's consecrating the next three years in his prayer. He has not seen the danger come, but he doesn't want to meet the danger. So he started praying now. God, 
I pray into the next 10 years. I pray into the next 20 years. I pray into the next 30, next 40, next 50, next 60, next 70. I pray into it. I pray into it. We cannot carry witness until we conquer sin. The testimony of a man that lives in sin is a weak testimony. A testimony that has not changed you, made you to live above sin, who do you want to say with it? A testimony about God that you are giving from the basin, from the bowels, from the dungeons of sin. You are giving a testimony about Jesus from the dangers of sin. You have not been saved by the same thing. Who is he going to change? Save us. Save us. Save us. Save us. That was the cry of Paul. He said, Oh wretched man that I am, who can save me? We need to be saved. Go. We need God to save us. Cry to Him. Save me. Save me. Save me. It seems as if my neighbors, my fellow pastors want to waste. But there is something in me that is pure and genuine from God. I cannot throw it down to the peaks. Save me. Save me. I insist. I insist. You will save me. I will not yield to this thing. I will not fall. I will not become like others. There is a grace. There is a power. There is a power. There is a grace. To him that is able to keep us from falling. There is a grace. Don't me, Holy Ghost. Turn in 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 me, Holy Ghost. Jesus. Turn in me, Holy Ghost. Turn in me, Holy Ghost. Oh, consuming fire, bomb, 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 bomb. Burn. Don't burn my enemies yet. Burn. Burn of sin. Burn of the flesh. Burn. Burn. Burn in me, Holy Ghost. Burn in me, Holy Ghost. 
<laughs> Something very deep is happening now. Pay attention. I can see, I can see a flow, a flow from the throne of God. The Lord said he's sanctifying. It's a river. But I'm not sure it's just water. Oh my God. Run in me, Holy Ghost. Run in me, Holy Ghost. four keys to note on how to have power over sin. Four points, four keys. We are now going to organic solution solving Part number one Romans chapter 8, verse 2 the supply of the spirit of life. That is the first thing we have to consider when a man wants to live and have power over sin, he must understand the flow chart that makes. For the supply of the spirit of life. You must understand the flow chart. Understand how it works. I want you to write down this as we continue. From my, my notes. The execution of the organic elements of dominion over sin is dependent on the measure of life available. The 
Therefore, the more the life, the less the effects of sin and death. Should I come again? Okay. <laughs> the way this sister is nodding her head. <laughs> the execution of the organic elements of dominion over sin is dependent on the measure M-E-A-S-U-R-E measure of life available. Therefore, the more the life, the less the presence, the work, and the ability of sin and death. Have you gotten it? Let's start from verse 1. I want to show you something. I want to build a little so that you will understand what we mean by life. Show me. For the wages of sin is death and the gift of God is. Romans 6, 23. Quickly. Two chapters backward. Let's read together. One, two, ready, go. Let all of us read it. One, two, ready, go. Uh huh. Now, the scripture is trying to say here that when a man sins, that you are being old. It's like you went to work. <laughs> to sin is to go to work and you are being owed wages for your labors. So when a man lives a life of sin, he is laboring. He is laboring in sin. According to this scripture. Huh? For every labor in sin, there is a wages that accrues to you. And that wages is called what? Anytime a man sins, he dies. I know, I know somebody say, I'm born again, I can't die, I have the life of God. You are missing the point. When, okay, let me give you an example. The scripture said in the book of Genesis, God given instruction to Adam, told him that in the day that you shall eat this fruit, what will happen? When he ate it, what happened? Did he die? You like this. You, are you? Did Adam die? 
Okay, she said he died spiritually. Thank you for that answer. Meaning that physically he didn't die. Is it not true? But he died in another kind of death. In other words, anytime sin appears, are you with me? There is always a kind of death that you die. It might not be physical, it might not be spiritual, but there is always a kind. Are you getting what I'm saying? <laughs> death is not death is both death is both a realm, a person, but it's also a principle. There is a principle of death. I was trying to teach you people the other day. Huh? When it is the principle of death at work that makes a man backslide. Now, part of the reason why you need, part of the reason why revivers, I mean, not, not revival as a principle of God working to enforce his agenda, but revival in the sense of just personal quickening. Now, if when somebody is quickened, probably you are backsliding, you are backsliding, suddenly you are quickened. Why is it called quickening? You are only quickening if there is death. Are you getting the point? You only quicken a person that has died. Are you getting where I'm going? So before you got born again, the Bible said, For we had he quickened that we are once dead in sin. Galatians. Galatians chapter 2 said, For we had he quickened that we are once what? Dead. Meanwhile, physically you are still alive. He quickened you, you were dead in sin. Are you getting the point? Meanwhile, there is another kind of life that you had. Are you getting where I'm going? Meaning that sin actually has the capacity to snuff out all kinds of life. Is that powerful? As a matter of fact, even when Adam sinned and he died spiritually, and you say that he didn't die physically. In my own opinion, he actually died. It's just that it takes him 120 years to realize it. You are not with me, oh. The day he sinned, he actually also died physically. And when we teach, when we teach on healing, how to minister healing, there is a fundamental way you need to understand the nature of the human life and body. I'm not saying your spirit, the life in the spirit. Your human life and body. And one of it is that when man sinned in the garden of Eden, this body, you already died spiritually, but this body also suffered what we call incipient death. What do I call it? Incipient death. This is what is incipient death. A death that is initialized. Have you watched movies? And they now, you look like you watch American movies. Is it not true? You, have, you watch American Is it not true? You have never watched any American movie? Okay. Have you watched the one that they, somebody put bomb and put timer on it? Exactly. That's all I want. When you put a timer on it, huh? somebody came one hour before that bomb blew and everywhere was quiet. Nothing has happened. Has he removed the fact that you are in danger? So somebody can sleep well today. And they say he's healthy and he woke up tomorrow morning and died. They say, what happened? He said the hand had attack. That, that cannot happen to the man before the sin. That thing 
that you rose and you didn't wake up. It cannot happen to man before sin came in. So, it means that sin actually killed your human life. It's just that it might take you 80 years to realize it. Some people, their own is so bad that by at 30, they, they, some people are very fast. They are very intelligent in realizing things. So they realize their own in 30 years, in 25 years. Uh, some people realize their own at 18. Some people realize their own at birth. That this human life is already mortal. What does it mean to be mortal? Death doomed. It means that no, even if we raise you from the dead, eh, you will still die. That is not resurrection. If we raise seven people from the dead, that is why the real life is the one that you are in the spirit. That is why one of the major promises of resurrection and the fundamental impact that you need to happen to you for you to have the capacity to experience placement and adoption is the clothing of your heavenly. When you are clothed with your heavenly body. Because you cannot appear and function in your placement in eternity with this garment. This garment has already been judged by death. So he's going to die. There is nothing we are going to do about it. Another one is what you wear. That's where those people teaching immortality miss it. The Bible has already promised you another body. And somebody is telling you this one. No. If that thing will happen, it's not with this one. This one is death doomed. That is what is called mortal. What, what is mortality? That no matter how much... Have you used makeup before? No matter mm, the makeup you use. By the time you get to 60, <laughs> you will understand that makeup is not powerful enough. By 60. No cream can help you by 70 years. You will not believe me. Don't worry. Don't believe me. By the time you become 70, bend like this. That's when you find out your waist is the doomed. <laughs> your waist. Your waist. <laughs> ah. No matter the anointing that is on you, no matter the glory. Some people say glory. Will you, have you touched the level of glory that someone like Kenny Hagin touched? His own becomes so, so. People carry him. Is, have we not watched it? They carry him. They carry him. But the glory is there. He will laugh. Everybody. And things are happening. Healings. Cripples. But this body. This body. This body has sinned. And it must die. So this body suffered death. The spirit suffered death. The soul. Let me tell you. When you sin. Anytime you lie or sin. Whether God came and killed you or not, there is something you don't know. You died. That's what people don't understand. There is death as a principle of continuous separation from God. This separation is fundamentally organic and is a, an oppression that happens within the regions of your heart and soul. Are you with me? When you sin organically by that principle, you are being separated. Your capacity to fellowship with God is diminishing. How many of you have realized it? There is a way you sin. 
God did not kill you, but you notice that your capacity for fellowship is diminishing. Anything that has capacity to consistently or instantly, whether it's progressively or instantly, draw you. Once you notice you are drawing away from God, drawing away from God, the name of that, the general name, the functional spiritual name for that experience you are having is what? Death. Someday you wake up, you don't feel like praying again. You don't feel this church thing is not, is not working. What is operating? It is death that makes you stop loving God. Start backsliding. Stop praying. Huh? You can never sin until that principle comes in. No man is on fire, really on fire for God. Not what people call fire that sins. The reason is because... Even if something set and flies and tells you, you are looking ugly, nothing is working for you. You come to bedpans and touch your headquarters. Satan headquarters. When you touch headquarters, something happens to you. You suddenly realize that Satan lied. Are you getting the point? In the same way, there is life in an organic way. It is not your human life. Are you getting the point? And the counter instrument and resource that God has to deal with the power of the programs and oppressions of sin as a principle in your life is to release life so that before you have ever seen as an action, are you getting me? You are not getting me. Before you have seen as an action, there is a principle of sin Walking through the organic oppression of death. Death will keep walking. Huh? You will don't want to go and fellowship. If they say let's go, you don't like to go to church again. You just want to watch more movies. You just want to eat well. Let somebody rest. All this time we'll be praying. Let me take one week and rest. I beg. Let me travel back to my house and rest. Next week we'll start. When you go back to, you go back to your father's house to rest. You, you said, Papa, I will just stay one week. You added two weeks. Added three weeks. Added four weeks. Hmm? When you are coming back, you add movies on your phone. Born in me, Holy Ghost. Born. There are appetites that need to die. Are you getting the point? So, death as a principle will work first. It is the principle of death that will finally mature and make you to act. To act. Huh? So when you notice the principle of death, an organic man, an intelligent man in the realm of the spirit, will start dealing with sin from its principle, which is death. Once you notice that you don't, your desire for prayer starts reducing, you are now struggling. You still wake up in the night to pray. But for three consistent days, you slept half of the time of night prayers. What's happening to you? Death. You, you will not know it. In the next three weeks, you will, you will become angry. You will even almost fight. Meanwhile, that day that you fought, you actually fasted and prayed. And it seems as if you are okay. But death has, the principle has already entered you so much. Are you getting where I'm going? It has entered you so much that 
your resistance by generating life is not equal to the principle of death that is seeking expression in your action. So the powers of your um, engagement in life cannot counter the already full brim. It's like your container of death operating, trying to make you to sin and live in a kind of... is already full. And suddenly you started praying this morning. Meanwhile, death has been initiating its protocol for the last three weeks. And the project that you started this morning will not be able to counter what Satan has planted as a seed. And in an incipient, progressive manner, it is already gaining grip and ground in your soul. Suddenly one day, you notice, you go to Facebook and shout a lady. I said, what is your name, self? What is the name behind this fine face? Mm. <laughs> if you want to laugh, laugh. As you laugh, may God help us in... Because where did this inspiration come from? Sometimes the inspiration will come, you will bind it. I'm telling you. Okay, keep denying it. There is even the one that you typed before you sent it. They arrested you, you deleted it. <laughs> mm. 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 Some of the one is not Holy Ghost, it's me too. Because I'm going to ask you to for the screenshot of your chat. I'm going to, I'm going to ask you. And he suddenly, I'll just wake up one day and ask you, Bro, where are you? How do I normally know that you are not around? Have you bothered to ask me? Somebody is on camera and he's laughing. You are, are you serious like that? <laughs> there are times you want to make a call. Something is telling you, man, um, the days are passing. Make you know, they say you have not learned the way of taking ladies and talking to ladies. You need to, as you pray and fast, you need to learn. And suddenly you go to Facebook. And somebody is writing, guys, learn how to talk to ladies. Say, is the Holy Ghost talking? Or oh, God, he is not Holy Ghost. <laughs> Catch him in Siki 1, because he's going to get to Siki 6. But before he gets to Siki 6, if you don't catch him in 1, have you played Ludo before? Siki six is you can't the person has gone. I remember those days. My my mother knows how to play. How many of you know what is? Let me leave those. There is one we played in the village. You know what is in chop in chop. What is it called in your language in your place? Ayo. Uh, it's called you know ayo. Mm. The principle of death is better conquered when it is still operating as a principle. And it is in that region that life counters its oppression. Are you getting what I'm saying? When the oppression of sin in its principle passes the region 
of principle, that we might have to engage another team. It is at this point that we will now tell you, keep your phone. We will now tell you, don't use Android. We will now be giving you those things. The reason is because you have violated several laws of life. Are you getting where I'm getting? For we to tell you to keep your phone, stop chatting lady, stop doing this one, that is not necessarily... It's not necessary for a man that is governed by the laws of life. Because such a man is able to read the rules and demands of that law. And we obey promptly as that life demands him to do so. And in so doing, the principle of death can never enter. And neither will the actions of sin find expression. Before you ever did it, there are things you violated. Huh? People will think you are praying before you come and do ministration and lead worship. They will think you are fasting. You went behind and ate biscuits. You went behind and ate. You ate donuts. Hmm? We are doing 50 days. You traveled back to your family and ate. When you came back, all of us stayed. <laughs> I will come and say, there are people here, all of us are fasting for these 50 days. You, you know. You know that you did not. Huh? You look at it, you say, nothing happened, nothing happened. The day, set out, the day your trouble will start, it is traced back to that principle of sin. Principle of death that you allowed. Are you getting it? You violated the law of life. And because you did not fall down and die, like the Adam and Eve in the Garden of Eden, you did not know that a principle has already been initiated. For them, they realized some several hundred years later, but in this our age, we realize it in 30 years, 80 years, that death has already worked out its wages. And then they will bring it one day for you and say, this is what, if I have here to lie, any man that sins is an importer. When the goose that we import, <laughs> when he arrives the shores of the country, they will call you to come and clear your goods. The day you are doing importation, you are not aware. You are browsing carelessly. After one hour of browsing, the Holy Ghost will tell you, put your phone off now, it's enough. It's enough, it's enough. You say, what can happen? You know, uh, we are strong, we are full of the Holy Ghost. You, use, you start speaking in tongues. They didn't say speak in tongues, they say what? Put your phone off. Very, very soon, you will just watch where they burned somebody or killed somebody. You will not sleep and some demon will be activated. Before you know it, you will be tormented. Before you know it, you can't pray again. Before you know it, you go back to sin. You will say, I, I feel bad for how they treated this. Somebody you don't know. You felt so bad that you did not pray. You felt so bad for what you don't know. That you did not pray. And you cannot connect it to the fact that God was warning you to minimize your exposure to such things that have ability to weaken your emotional resolve. You are not emotionally stable and you are looking for things that will shatter your stability. Then when you are looking for the, how does it stop somebody from praying, you will not see the connection. Some of those things you are watching, check it. That's where it starts. Things you watch, things you hear. The environment you see yourself. God will excite you. You will not see it. You are blind. You won't even see the connection. When you are there, you even be praying in tongues. I say, as I'm praying in tongues now, nothing can go wrong. 
be laughing at you. Say, look at this one that is trying to trick us. We that have been here for 1,000 years. When you try to break free, they will say, go to gear 2. Go to gear 2. They will increase it to gear 2. You will now fall down. And say, God, will you save me here? Is this how you want me to die? Say, look at a lady we told, don't watch movie. Don't watch movie. Don't watch movie for the next six months. Don't watch movie for the next three months. Don't watch movie. Don't watch movie for the next two months. You refuse. You say, is movie wrong? I'm watching Christian movie. Some people, <laughs> money. what God told you is don't watch movie. Didn't say which one. So because there is an appetite, there is a factory in you that doesn't care what kind of movie you are watching. Hmm? He said, don't watch at all. You say, okay. I think the Holy Spirit is telling me not to watch ungodly movie. And then you go and say, buy another movie and watch. And then in the midst of that movie, then one person appears at Satan and do, in the night, something will visit you. You say, I'm worrying with a spirit in the dream. You are worrying with that movie. There is no spirit you are worrying with. Stop the movie and the spirit will go. The problem with that is that tomorrow you can't pray. Seven days of weakness in your altar will cause death to yield sin. Are you getting where we are going? Let me explain to you. Show me my scripture. Show me. Let me explain better. I may, I'm just explaining this scripture. It said, For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life. Now show me the book of Romans chapter 8. Romans 8. Okay, good. Therefore, there is, there is therefore now no condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus. Next verse. For the law, self me, the law. The law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus had made me free from the law of sin and death. Do you know the best way to explain this? enough light before. Do you know that as of the time that you are on the air, that there is a law called the law of gravity. It was holding us that we are on the ground. How did you now stay on air? Because you, even though the law of gravity is a valid law that can hold every man on ground on the ground, when you enter the aircraft, you are like a man that entered the spirit. Are you with me? When you enter the spirit, you operate the law of life. Because the law of life is in the spirit. You are like a man that entered the aircraft. All you needed to do, you are not the pilot. Are you with me? You are not the pilot. Neither are you the aircraft. All you did was to what? Enter the aircraft. The aircraft, as long as you are inside that aircraft, it has the capacity to beat gravity. So, even though me and Ikweze is on the ground, eh? the person, there is, there is a airplane flying on top of our head. Though. Now, now. But we are here on the ground. Why? The law of gravity is what is holding you. And just because the law of gravity is holding everybody, don't say everybody is sinning. There are people inside an aircraft. Let me tell you. 
as long as there is fuel inside that aircraft, it will keep afloat. It will not come down. It will not. Listen. I want to show you a scripture in the book of Ephesians. The Bible said, I want to teach you something profound. Huh? When a man gives himself to prayer and to word and to these things that activate your priesthood, because the governing principle of life is what? Priesthood. When a man gives himself to priesthood, he generates life. He will not immediately see the impact in keeping him above sin and giving him the ability to live above sin because he doesn't know that priesthood supplies fuel to the aircraft so that he can keep afloat. Are you getting the point? The Bible said in this chapter, chapter 8, if you go down, he said, but you are not in the flesh, you are in the spirit. Is it not here? Huh? So he's trying to say, you will not be in the spirit, but ye are not in the flesh, but in the spirit. If so be that the spirit of him, of God dwell in you, now, if any man is, have not the spirit of Christ, is not, that means you are already in the spirit. To help you to understand it, you are already in an aircraft. Are you getting the point? Huh? All you need is to make sure that constantly you give yourself to the activities that make for the fueling, constant fueling of the aircraft. And as long as that aircraft is fueled, you will consistently stay above. Are you getting it? There is nothing like uh, you will fall, fall today, tomorrow. No, you fall, fell because you didn't give yourself consistently to what activates the, lo the laws of life. When you pray, when you give yourself to priesthood, huh? these things make for the availability of life so that it can power the craft. The craft, the aircraft, the Holy Ghost is like, is like, is like an ego, is like an aircraft. When it comes, he carries you on his wings and you stay afloat above sin and the power of death and Satan as long as you are inside that aircraft. Your job is to make sure that there is fear supplied by yielding yourself to priesthood that have the capacity to generate life and supply it there. So the Bible said, the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus has what? Made me free. So as long as I yield to the law of life, whatever can generate life and supply it to the aircraft that carries me to live above sin. And the scripture has testified for the believer that you are not in the flesh, you are in the spirit. If flesh was able to hold you down, it means that you violated the law of life. The degree of justice the degree to which you stay afloat, in fact, the height to which you can climb, is dependent on the life that you have made available. Now, 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 let me tell you something. Money in the bank is no money in the pocket. And if you leave this class today and you are going back, you cannot pay a kind of man using the money in the bank. Is it not true? You pay a kind of man by the liquid cash that you have. That is what we call the liquidified dimension of God's oppression. Potentially the believer is above sin and Satan. But what makes for the organic supremacy of the believer over these things is the priesthood that generates life. So the scripture is trying to teach a man that has advanced from chapter 5, 6, 7 of the book of Romans. 
and has realized that even though this is his potential reality in Christ, that he has found out organically and practically that this is not um, in consonance with his experience. So he went back to cross-check his books. Remember I told you people last week, Tuesday, that somebody, a believer, that we operate the law of faith to latch on to the things that is his in Christ Jesus must be a good accountant so that he will have the capacity to make reckoning. And reckoning is appraising the, um, the calculations of God that it takes to meet up with your superiority over sin. God has measured what it takes for you to live above sin in your campus. And when they finish calculating it, they said that what you need to do is to fast two times a week. Pray for one hour every night. Huh? And go for a retreat of three days every three months. At least every semester. Are you getting the point? You are not with me. I think I need to stop since you are not with me. What I'm teaching you, don't come. If you come and fall, you don't have an excuse. Oh. They have done the calculation and they have found out what it takes. They don't need to tell you what they are doing. God will just come and tell you fast like this. Do like this. Do like this. You will not know that based on the calculation they made in the spirit, they knew that the fuel, jet fuel it will take to carry us from Nigeria to Brazil is this, is 1,000 liters. I'm just saying, I, I, I don't know those things. Are you getting the point? You say it doesn't matter that when we get, it's 100 liters. When we get to, when we get to Abuja, we refuel. When we get to Abuja, when we get to Ghana, we refuel. Are you getting the point? That's how believers live. So when they get to, when their aircraft is now doing like this, is about to fall, they say, God save me, they now go on seven days retreat. Your aircraft almost, one of the wings has already crashed. And there is fire burning on your wings. And you manage, that's the people that God showed mercy. Their two wings are already on fire. They manage to land on Brazil. When they land, they will have to go on retreat so that they will be repaired. And to go on retreat sometimes might mean that you will stop preaching, stop doing ministry for some time, so that they will heal you from the damage that was caused by your inability to meet the quotation that they made in the Spirit. There is a quotation that they make in the Spirit, so that if you will live above sin, your priesthood will have to generate life enough, enough to meet up with the quotation that it takes for a man to live above sin in your context. Don't compare yourself. Probably the person living in your campus, there is a spirit of immorality hanging everywhere. It is not the same thing it takes to live there that it takes to live here in tent. Where even if you are tired, even if you are tired, <laughs> somebody came to my house, you know, and he forgot to pray in the night. But when he woke up in the morning, he was refreshed. <laughs> what is it in a person's house that makes him? Meanwhile, when you stay in your own house, you pray. After praying, witches will knock you in the head. But you came and then you slept and you are, you are not doing much and you are growing and things are happening. <laughs> <It's after me. laughs> that kind of location, they have broken all the hindrances that stops men from ascending. The atmosphere is free. There are too many angels looking for what to do and they only found two people there. They will be giving you what they normally give one. You know, that thing that I carry to crusade and five thousands of people say, man of God, we need some... Tosh! And then things... Oh, 
those angels, they will hang and say, no walk, oh, no walk. Oh. <laughs> and, they will say, and then you are lying there, they will say, this guy is not praying, but since he's here, collect some. <laughs> I did not have to you. You wake up in the morning and you feel one joy. You are now about to go back to your campus. Go back to your church. Go back to your location. And God is telling you, learn how to do drive fasting. You come t- the reason why God is teaching you drive fasting here in Sabo is not as if you need it here. He wants you to develop a culture that have the capacity to withstand the enveloping power of sin and darkness where you are being sent. Oh Jesus. That you will hear and know this thing I'm saying. It means that life can be generated and stored up for the day that death will begin to knock at the door. The answer that you have for the principle of death trying to bring you into the process and actions of sin is the life that is available within you. Your will is not strong enough to resist the principle of sin. I want to give you one more scripture on this and then tomorrow we continue. Ephesians chapter 3 verse 19. Ephesians chapter 3 verse 19. me, Holy Ghost. When you pray here, store up life for that place. Here and there are not the same. For every time Satan shook you, violated the law of life. For every time you almost fell into sin, you violated the law of life. Go and check where. I'm not saying you fell in, you almost fell in, you violated the law of life. Go and check. If you think what I'm, just go and ask them, which law, which instruction did you give me that I did not keep? You will be shocked that you might be given up to seven. God will remind you what he has been telling you since the last seven years that you forgot. You are not paying attention to them. You thought, you thought I felt like I should do this. You violated some things. That's why. Let's read it together. Let's read it together. One, two, ready, go. Next verse. Let's read it now. One, two, ready, go. How will God walk in you? God works according to workable power. God doesn't walk to the tune of his ability. He walks to the tune of his ability that is available in you. You didn't hear me, so let me leave you. When you now hear, <laughs> God doesn't work in you based on who He is. So. He works in you based on how you have realized that same thing that He is in your own context. So you will notice that the God in you, is He not the same God in me? Why is He more powerful in your neighbor than in you? Are you seeing the problem? That means, the Bible said, according to the power 
that worketh in you. So it is the workable dimension, explosive dimension of the power of God in you. I want somebody to show me the Greek words for these two powers. There is something I want to show you. Quickly, quickly. Quickly, who can show me? Oh my God. Okay, the first one is dunamis. The second one is what? The second one is what? The first one is what? The second one is what? The The first one is dunamis. The second one is energio. Energio. According to the power that works, it's not every power in you that is working. I was discussing with somebody the other day. He said it's not all electricity that is sent from the transmission company that is being distributed. Huh? Nigeria is not even maximizing their electricity capacity. It means that the electricity sent to the distribution companies is not what they are sending. They are sending to you what they want to send to you. That means what comes to your house is according to the one that is working, not the one that is available, not the one that is in you. Are you getting the point? Priesthood liquidifies the power. Hmm. There is a power that God uses to work in you. Huh? If God wants you to resist sin, He needs power to do that. The, the power it takes to resist sin is more than the power it takes to raise cripple. That's why somebody can fornicate and still raise cripple. That means the power it takes to conform to God is greater than the power it takes to raise cripple. Are you getting what I'm saying? Meanwhile, all of this power, whether it's to raise cripple, is coming from the same source, the Holy Ghost. Hmm? And the Bible is saying, I can only work to make you conform, to make you win sin, according to the power that you have given to me. Huh? The the quality of soup your wife will cook for you is dependent on how much you gave her. Is it not true? How can you give your wife 500 and tell her to cook over for you? How? There are some soups. There are some food you should never dream about. Stop dreaming about living above certain things in your life. Huh? Your generating plant is obsolete and moribund. Your distribution pipes have been clogged up. Your vessels, they have coagulated. You have not done exercise for long. For, for God to push through some things is, we are expending too much power to push things. But when the pipes are exercised, eh, anything that God trans, when He speaks, you hear it firm. When they release things, you pick it. But now, before God 
can get across to you. He might have, he's on Facebook that you hear God. That's how far you have departed. <laughs> oh. You know, Job said, when the secrets of God was upon my tabernacle, he said, prove that there is so much power working in him that Satan is, that's why Satan needs to get you to be weak in your priesthood so that he can make you to sin. Huh? after me according to the power that works in a Jew in a Jew in a Jew in a Jew pray for one minute ask God walk in me as I pray I make power available for you to walk as I pray don't expect God to do more than you have made power available the Bible said according to the, not according to Christ not according to the Holy Ghost not according to Father, not according to the name of Jesus, according to the power at work. God can only work according to the power that is working. He can't work beyond that power. The reason why you have not been able to conquer certain things and go beyond the riches of certain entrapments and addictions is because you have not really made a workable power available. You are just hanging around, praying Shabbat Shabbat doing 20 minutes, 30 minutes, when it's time for prayer, you begin to cry and try to manipulate God and tell him why will you not pray? Why will you say? stand up and pray? Pray to God. Ask him, will you power come and rescue me? As I pray, I need power
There is a lawful nature that keeps men bound in addictions. You need, you need to supply energy. The Bible says, according to the power that was, you don't have enough power that is at work. You are just talking in your mouth. You don't have the power at work in you.